The Words with Chris and Drew podcast is part of Podnose, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. For episode archives of Words with Chris and Drew and all of the shows on the network, visit us at www.podnose.com. You can also follow us on Twitter by at Podnose or send us an email by admin at podnose.com. Episode two of Chris and Drew. Whoop de doo. Music. Master, he, once yeah. again with the ill behaviour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want my doing. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. How you been? <laughs> I've been watching the uh, Winter Olympics. No, oh, good, 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 good. I knew, I knew I'd talk you around eventually. <sighs> yeah. I got really. Um, I did actually get a bit like annoyed with myself though because. I was watching um, some of the events and some of them are quite exciting, you know? Yeah, that's like true. Like the toboggan. Did you mean the luge? That thing. Yeah. The thing where it looks like they're going to... The tea tray. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was quite exciting. Um, then after that they showed the curling. Ah, yes. And I found myself <laughs> watching the curling you found, for found about your, 15 minutes. You found your mind and body separating. Yeah. But I was like, a lot of people find that. For about half of it, I was fascinated. Mm. And like this one woman was like screaming at the guy to like yeah, do that, the sweeping. That, that is quite funny actually. And that was, the... Yeah, and that was why I couldn't take I couldn't take my eyes off it for like fifteen minutes. And then I suddenly sat there and was like, I'm actually now getting into curling. Mm. Well, so it's, I had it's to like stop. bowls but on ice, isn't it? Basically. Basically. But yeah, it's, it is really funny when the person who's like done the pitch the stone. Yeah, that's goes, it. Ah, and they're frantically sweeping <laughs> it's like what is the weirdest that is the weirdest sport yeah, I think it's, it's very popular in Canada you know though I'm sure it's the very Canadians popular love it but to, to the point that it's on at all the bars and stuff yeah and it's, you know. it's just I just it's really strange it's a really strange one but um, um, well there's some good ones coming up I mean um, well there have been some good ones already I mean the slope style I think I was watching the um, slope slope there yeah. this is difficult to say slope style snowboard so oh, okay. last night, and it was quite a tricky one actually because there was a really really strong headwind. Basically, it's where they have to. It's a single person goes down the track and has to go over the jumps and do tricks and yeah. stuff basically. And there was a really 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 strong headwind to the point that almost everybody was crashing on the last jump. <laughs> okay. And you know the commentators were saying, "I'm going to be honest. I think it's quite irresponsible to carry on sending them down." <laughs> and yet, and but yet, they did, and yet send them down. They did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone was badly hurt, but you know, there were a lot of ones where you see them land, well, not even land. You're like, oh, that looks like it hurt. Yeah. And after a while, I imagine you're just basically watching mm. it for the crashes. 
when you know well, it's I mean, inevitability. Well, not really, <laughs> because I mean, like, yeah, sometimes you do watch these things, and you know, the darker part of yourself thinks, "I really hope someone has a really spectacular spill," because that'd be yeah. interesting to see. But I mean, it was literally just spills, and you like, in in this situation, you're like, "I really hope someone actually lands something in a minute," because this is this is <laughs> I suppose yeah. this is getting quite upsetting. Fair enough. But you know the wind. The wind's a big problem actually because they've they've had to postpone a lot of the alpine skiing events like the downhill and the giant slalom and the ones which are really good. All the good ones. The downhill. <laughs> the, the downhill is the best. Oh, yeah. Skiing downhill is the best. Yeah. Trust well, you said to one. me that you you enjoyed watching watching it because of the just how insane some of these like. Yeah. Are. I mean, I think I think in order to do some of these events, you need to be able to put your. Um, self-preservation instinct on hold temporarily in order to do it properly um, <laughs> yeah. you know because I mean like some of these skiers they're like throwing themselves down the mountain at like 90 miles an hour or something like that which on yeah. two you know on two planks strapped to your feet it's pretty crazy takes a bit of bottle you know yeah yeah um, alright cool well um, yeah so that's what's been going on <laughs> yeah watching <laughs> TV watching a bit of the Winter Olympics which is crazy but um, yeah, all right. So, uh, should we dive into some questions? Oh, right. this this week you've got two jokes. I've actually right? got two jokes. Yes, Good. because Chris got a bit upset with me for not having any jokes yeah. last time, as you might remember. After demanding, the joke was brought back. That's a long time ago. I forget things. Oh, well. you know. All right, so you've got two. Good. I'm gonna look forward to those. Like, do you want to do one like in the middle, one at the end, or or a double whammy at the end? Or a double whammy. We should have polled the uh, audience really, shouldn't we? Well, we can't do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh well. I think one in the Should middle to didn't. break it up. Yeah, one in the middle, one at the end. All right, cool. All right, first question. Uh, Emily Walton. Oh, Emily Walton. Um, she says, "What's the worst interview you've ever had? Any memorable stories?" Does she mean? Do you think she means like job interview or well, band interview? Or? I will. It says interview, so it could be a job interview. It could yeah, be. I've had some. Band I've had. A few Pretty awkward instances of both, really. Come on then. Well, let's let's start with band interviews yeah, because that's something we can both talk to, I suppose, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the problems with being interviewed when you're a band and you're almost nobody knows who you are is yeah. that most of the people who are interviewing you are also people who want to get into the, get into the world of music journalism in some way, shape, or form. And so they, the, the only people initially who are going to talk to you are people who want to build up their own portfolio, if that makes sense. Mm, so, yeah. like, until you really, really start to get somewhere, the bigger outlets are not really going to waste much time talking to you, because why would they? Um, so, in those early days, you remember we've had a few at Bloodstock, where we've had a few interviews, you know, we send out, we, we get the press list in advance from the festival, and we send out interview requests to all of them, and maybe a dozen or so come back and say, yeah, sure thing. Yeah. And it's quite clear that when you meet these people, they haven't got the foggiest idea who you are or what you're doing there. Yeah. yeah. Which is not always the case. You know, some people are like, oh, yeah, I've been following your band for a little while, I really like your music, which is always nice to hear, you know. Um, but there are some people who, you know, have, don't know who you are and haven't really thought to look you up in advance. So tell yeah. us a bit about the band, Joe. You know, how many of you are there? Um, have you got any music out at the minute? You know, yeah, that... what, what do you sound like? <laughs> it's like, well, you know... <laughs> That is a bit yeah. embarrassing. What's, what's your name? Why, why are you here? What are you doing here? Yeah. Are, are you playing later? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's what we should have done, really. We could have. We could have. Just, we could've, we could've, could've, just yeah. fuck with them. 
We could have. I think at that point we were sort of we were set on the idea that we were trying to make a career out of it, and <laughs> we were taking it maybe yeah. possibly more seriously than was warranted. Um, and you know, me personally, I've given some really dreadful answers in some of these interviews. Well, people can tell that just from this podcast. from this podcast. But I mean, <laughs> did we talk about the rock and roll, obviously, story? Oh, I don't know. You, as, you should probably tell it now. Then basically, we when when the band was sort of built up a bit ahead of steam. We ended up doing this TV show in France called Un Dose du Metal, and this was April 2015, I think, or thereabouts. And so basically it's a TV show. It's sort of like a heavy metal version of Jules Holland, but in Paris, if you like. Yeah. And um, we individually did a bunch of interviews um, while we were waiting to go on with, with other outlets and whatnot. And... We ended up splitting into we split up into fours because it's four of us. So we did these interviews individually, flying solo, which is always dangerous, I think. Um, and I ended up the very first interview we did on the day, and it was about eleven in the morning at this point. We'd been up since three in the morning because we had to get to London to get the Eurostar and all of that kind of fun stuff. So very very tired and. Hadn't had any caffeine at this point, and I was sort of fumbled my way through this interview quite cat-handedly, much in the way that I'm fumbling through this now. Actually, thinking about it, and the final question was, "Do you have anything you'd like to say to all of our viewers, or all of our listeners, or readers, or whatever it was?" And I said, "Um, um, um, rock and roll, obviously." And I actually, I did actually say the word obviously in that situation as well. The interviewer looked quite cross that I'd said that. Yeah. And then I told you a lot afterwards and you were quite cross that I'd said that as well. You're just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Just generally rubbish. Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel bad now. No, you're just not... I think me and Jason were better at talking. Yeah, yeah. Than you well, J- Jason, Jamie. anyone who knows Jason will agree that Jason is very good at talking. Yes, he is. Yeah. At a volume. God Almighty! Um, wrong. All right. Well, yeah. That's probably the best. Probably the most awkward interview experience I've ever had. What about <laughs> yeah. you? Um, I don't know. No, just just similar things. You know, people like it's only I've only ever been interviewed with the band really. Like, because job interview, most of the jobs I've ever had, I've got because I knew someone. So I never really had to. I mean, I have had job interviews, but, like... You just charmed the pants off someone. I'm trying to... The one I had at, um... I'm trying to remember, the one I had at office was with Shelton, who's obviously a friend of mine now, after working there with him for a long time. But that one was, like... I think he asked me to sell him the shoes that I was wearing (laughs) at the time. And <laughs> obviously, I was just clutching at straws and just being like, were you oh, wearing, well, what, what shoes were you wearing? Oh, you I, have, I have no idea. They were, they weren't great. Got like, a really ugly player of Well, keep it in mind, I was interviewing for a job because I needed money, so my shoes at the time weren't very. You know, well, at least you turned up with weren't shoes. Weren't very fly. Yeah, imagine if I just turned up with just my socks. Yeah. And he was like, so. Sell me those socks. <laughs> sell me those socks. Yeah, but yeah, just you know, we're just awkward shit. But with the band, it's yeah, it's just you know, people forgetting your name or confusing you with somebody another else. Band. Yeah. yeah, that has happened at least once or twice. Yeah, so I, I do recall a couple actually who like have tried to um, sort of say something about us, but mm. they've got it wrong. So there was, I remember one interview we did at Bloodstock once where 
some we we just released uh, an EP called uh, Never Grow, and the interviewer said, "So you've just re- released an EP called Never Grow Up," and, <laughs> yeah. and we all said, "No, we haven't. <laughs> haven't you? No. Oh, are you yeah, sure? Are you I, sure you're saying by it? Yes. Yeah, I can't. Those situations just make me cringe. This yeah. this let's just move on. Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> it's not. Thanks for that, Emily. Um, Thank Tom. you for making us dredge up <laughs> these painful, painful memories. <laughs> yeah. All right, next question. Tom Sawyer. Hey, Tom Sawyer. Um, what's the best meal you've had for a fiver or less? Bonus points for containing more than five ingredients. I think actually the next three... Well, there's a few food ones in this. Oh, there. A few food ones. We'll make a meal of those. Oh, feeling like puns. Uh, wow, I like them when I'm saying them. Oh, okay, that's how it they, works. they drive me absolutely potty when anyone else says them. Though, yeah. anyway, um, so what was I talking about? Oh yeah, food. Best meal you've had Best. for a five or a less. Oh, do you know what I was going to bring up with this? Go on. School dinners. Okay. Like in Did my school have in my in at Ravenswood, um, I used to enjoy the school dinners. Yeah, and they're sort of obviously the... really cheap. Well, they just do like the. You get a chicken burger, or you can get a hot dog, or a normal burger, all that yeah. stuff for like ninety p. Yeah, and we used to actually have someone that would go into the cafeteria and steal it all, and then would sell it out of his jacket. Like so, there was a black of, market for school yeah, dinners. There was Ravenswood. Yeah, yeah, oh, word. yeah. It was cool because if you because sometimes you get you get to the lunch all too late that none of the stuff would be there, and you'd be like, oh wait, where's uh, I won't say his name. But you'd be like, where's uh, do you think anyone, Bill? Do you think anyone's going to give a shit? No. At this point? All right, where's Bill? And then you go <laughs> find him and you'd be like, Bill, what you got? And he'd open his jacket and he'd taken half the cafeteria and then Good sell grief. it to you for like, you know, 10p cheaper than they were selling it for. But wow. I used to enjoy those. So I used to get a lot for under a fiver when Bill was uh, <laughs> when Bill was about. Did Bill go on to pursue a life of crime, I wonder? I don't know. Yeah. I, I often wonder what happened to Bill. Yeah. If you're listening, Bill... Was he actually called Good Bill luck to you. Yeah, yeah, no, he was. Oh, wow. <laughs> All but, right. um, yeah, I mean, best meal for under a file. Well, I mean, I mean, the, the one I'm going to say actually, and I'm, I think Tom may concur with this actually, is do you remember back in the days of um, the Fox and Firkin? Oh, you going to say the pizzas? No, no, no. I mean, the pizzas were okay, but they were essentially just supermarket pizzas, as I, as I recall. So, what's going on then? What, what? There was a, as, as I recall, like one or two doors up, there was a Morley's chicken, wasn't there? Oh, yeah. And that, that always ended up being my pre-gig dinner, basically. Well, or yeah. post-gig dinner, depending on what time we were on. And I think I always had the same thing, because I think I had like a chicken sandwich, uh, chips, and a can of Fanta or something and like that. And those chips that they'd fucking absolutely smother in salt. Yeah, like more salt than chips, really. Yeah. But my recollection is, you've got a decent number of chips. Mm. You know, it was, um, you know, they didn't well, they anyone in the, the chips. Anyone in the southeast knows about Morley's yeah yeah if you don't true. know about Morley's then <laughs> but I mean that was fuck you I mean it wasn't yeah indeed but it wasn't a great <laughs> let's be honest it was not a great culinary success well no and it was not a dining experience but I mean for a fiver well no I mean the, the, re- the reason the reason I kind of have a happy association with it is because it was always you know the pre-gig dinner or post-gig dinner and it was usually a lot of fun to play at the Fox and Perkin I don't think it does live music anymore I think um, it does and I imagine that Tom at some point would have done the same thing, being a musician himself, yeah. you know. Um, and, well, actually, I suppose another one, actually, is next to the Underworld, or next to the World's End in Camden, there's a place called King of Falafel. 
Oh, yeah, I know the place. I've never yeah. eaten there, though. Well, if you like falafel, it's OK. It's not the best falafel I've ever had, but again, it's it's that sort of happy association. It's like, oh... I'm, to be fair, you can get a lot... I'm, I'm get... going out in Camden, I'm going to have a falafel wrap for dinner. Hey. You can get many a decent meal around Camden for under a fiver. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. In the market. Well, yeah, yeah, I saw saw a few members of Flesh God Apocalypse in... Uh, Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Flesh God Apocalypse in World of Falafel once. Yeah, that's just... All talking Italian, yeah. sitting down and eating their dinner. It's strange, isn't it? Yeah. That they would do that. Yeah, they, they eat food. Being Italian and being, eating. They, they eat food just like regular people. Yeah. Fancy that. Crazy bastards. Yeah. Um, all right, cheers for that, Tom. Uh, another food question comes from Julian Bennett. Hey, Julian Bennett. Um, he says, why is it that no matter how adventurous you are, you always order the same Chinese takeaway every time? Oh, and that true, is true, isn't it? It's is true. There's a lot to be said for that. Do you have yeah. a particular order that you usually you, go Yeah, for? I always get Singapore vermicelli. You do, don't you? Yeah. And to be usually, fair. usually chicken balls. To be fair, the Singapore vermicelli has the advantage in that it is essentially a complete meal in one dish. It is. It's huge. So if you're on a budget, it's a very, very, it very cost-effective way of doing things. And I've, yeah. started, I've started going for the old Singapore vermicelli lately, actually, as well, yeah. for precisely that reason. Oh, I the thing is, and some I like places, a bit of spice as well. Yeah, yeah that's what, the, what annoys me with that, is when they give it to you and it's not spicy. Yes, yes, It's yes. like, well, what's the point in this? There isn't any. Yeah. I mean, I've, when, I'm, when I'm at home, though, my local Chinese, I sort of have a customary fat bastard order I have, <laughs> and right. I always hate myself afterwards. All right, what's, what is the customary fat bastard order? For me... I'd love it if that was written on the menu. Yeah. <laughs> the fat bastard. Yeah, they just deal. take the order. It's like, is that fat bastard from Sutherland again? <laughs> yeah. The fat bastard deal. Yeah. Um, so what I end up having usually is wonton soup, because I do like a wonton soup, even yeah. even served in takeaway form. Mm-hmm. Um... Then chicken, black bean sauce, some rice, and if I can manage it, some spring rolls as well. And typically at my local Chinese, that comes to about a tenner, I think. That's good. And that's a, that is a astonishing amount of food for £10. Yeah, I think out of all the takeaways, you know, the ch- Chinese restaurants generally are good value. It's for, very cost-effective, isn't it? Yeah. The only one I can think of which is more cost-effective is sort of like just a fish and chips, really. Yeah. Already in places that like Morley's. Yeah, because I mean, I ended up having there's a Tom Bell just down the road from me. Ended yeah. up having a large cotton chips, and yeah. it was oh, you could I gen you could genuinely feed four people on that. Yeah, the large ones. Damn straight. And I, and yeah, I expect there are people in the world who could eat the entire thing. We've yeah. strayed a little bit from the point now, but uh, oh yeah, hey, maybe maybe this is a future challenge. Fish oh. and chip eating. <laughs> Fuck's sake, we're just going to end up fat bastards like. On this podcast, just eating constantly. Every but, task is going to be food related. But we'll be happy, won't we? We'll be happy, yeah, and fat. Yeah. Well, anyway, on Julian's point, I my my reasoning behind it is not just it, not even just with Chinese takeaway, but like when you go to like your favourite restaurant, yeah, that's you true. tend to just order the same thing because I can't stand the thought of you know getting something and then feeling like it was shit and I wasted an order when I could have got something that I know. Is tried and true. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, there's much to be said for that school of thought. But I mean, I I typically, I mean, if I go back to a restaurant, I'll normally 
try maybe three or four things. You know what the best thing to do? If someone is going to offer to pay for your meal, uh, <laughs> you use that as the experimental then session. experiment, and then you don't feel like you've lost anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I suppose there's that, isn't there? Yeah. Or you could just experiment yourself on your own dollar and stop being such a cheapskate. You could, but where's the fun in that? Yeah, true. <laughs> Cheers, Julian. Well done, Julian. Um, uh, Carl Smith. Hey, Carl. Um, he said, could you get Drew to test a rocket propulsion theory for me? It Ooh. involves three tubes of sherbet uh, and a can of Coke. The theory is about terminal velocity and <laughs> the shit through pants threshold. Um, and he wanted us to record it. Do you have you ever done the Mentos? I've not never done the Mentos challenge because me and my friend Mark did that. It was it was did the world amazingly end. fun. Oh, it was brilliant because we just went over the over the road. You have to do it with Diet Coke as well for some reason. Was there an apocalyptic kaboom? Not quite that, but you know they shoot up into the sky like a rocket. Maybe it's something to do with the sugar content. Yeah, it's obviously to do with what's in it. But yeah, you just just you get like a thing of uh, double sided tape mm-hmm. and strap. Like I think we put about six or seven Mentos on it mm-hmm. and then stick that to the lid. Really quickly, push it in and do it up, and then you shake the fuck out of it. And then yeah, you have to. And then then we were, hell, well, we did quite a few of them, and we were trying to like get the you know optimum technique for throwing it. Like, and we found that if you hit it with the uh, the lid down, okay. then it tends to work better than if you just launch it. But yeah, there was some crazy shit going on. Like mm. it was uh, you know spinning around. You look really bored. No, I'm, I'm about to sneeze. Oh okay. <laughs> and uh, well, yeah, you should definitely. We should definitely try this on the podcast at some at one point. We should do an outdoors podcast. An outdoor podcast, or at least an an outdoor section oh, no. where we go outside and do something. Go, go, for, go for a pleasant stroll yeah, somewhere. Go walk through the woods and record podcast. Actually, yeah, sounds we, quite nice. We could do that. Oh, hello, Sprout. Well, Sprout's joined us. Sprout's a cat. Yeah, a furry bastard. He's a cat. quite belligerent as well, isn't he? Mm. But uh, I, I did once when I was at school. I um, I did get get told off one lunchtime because I put you know those little refreshers not not the not the big pink things yeah I've got the, some up there yeah not not one of them but you know they had these other sort of sweets a tube of sweets which were called refreshers they were literally just solid sherbet pretty much and I had a bottle of coke with me and I put it in there just thinking oh this might be quite fun let's see what happens I didn't realise that sherbet and fizzy drinks I genuinely didn't know that it reacted in that way <laughs> So um, it didn't fly off or anything, but it did make a little bit of a fountain on the table Mm. and Coke went everywhere. And I was like, (laughs) Matthews, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I didn't know it would do that. Bollocks, give me your contact book. You've got detention. I was going to say, did you want to see some of these retro sweets? Go on, then. I've got these for Christmas. Well, my mum got me these for Christmas. Oh, wow. Recognise any of these bad boys? Well, I recognise this is the thing that wasn't what I put in the cola. We've got these... Um, oh, I'll tell you what, the, the refreshers I'm talking about, they're quite a lot like Love Hearts, actually. Oh, God, I hate Love Hearts. Do you really? Yeah. Palmer Violet. Too sentimental for you. Black Jacks. This lolly, I might actually eat this later because it looks quite tempting. It's red and blue stripes. It's, that's it, a good, yeah, good colour, good combo, it? good combo. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. We've just <laughs> I love how Carl's question has led us on to a bowl of sweets. Yeah. A whistle thing. Oh. Uh, the whistle lolly. Yeah. It's just called whistle, apparently. So what's your beef with love hearts then? They're chalky and horrible. (laughs) Too sentimental for you? No, they're chalky. Uh (laughs) Should we we see what they say? Because they're always renowned for having incredible... (laughs) Look, that one says don't cry. Don't cry. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's not really that's, uh, that. Dear, it doesn't sound terribly romantic. For Valentine's it? Day. Which is tomorrow, I guess. What does it say? Uh, my Angel, that one says. Okay. Uh, let's see what this one says. Only you. Only you. This one, it just says love heart. <laughs> love, love heart. Just in case, just in case <laughs> you forget what kind of sweet it is. I like this one. It just says, will you? Will you. It's like, will I what? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's disconcertingly vague. That uh, one, this it? one, tease me. Bloody hell, this is getting a bit, uh, <laughs> getting a bit PG all of a sudden. What is this? It? This doesn't make sense. Look. What does that one say, Andrew? Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. This is getting creepy now. It is a bit weird, yeah. And that one says you rock. Oh, that's okay. That I thought the right. next one was going to say die. Or <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the way. It looked I'd like love one to just have blowjob with a question mark. Oh, I'm, I'm sure someone's done some X-rated. <laughs> yeah, blatantly, at some point. blatantly. We all know someone who'd buy them. I'm going to open this pack now as well because I'm not. Are you actually going to eat any of these? Nah. Well, I might eat one. You can eat one. I'm going first to first love. I'm going to eat you rock because I do rock quite hard. As okay. You know. Lucky day. <laughs> They're terrible. What the fuck do they mean? Bad boy. That was his bad boy. This one just says bless you. I'll say I'll hold on to that one in case you sn- you let you finally in case sneeze. I do finally sneeze. Oh, I better sneeze so I can get another one then. Does that one just say? Oh, this one says I hope. I hope. I hope. I hope what? This not, it looks like they've missed a word. <laughs> I hope. And then this is the final one. <laughs> True lips. True lips. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. True lips. Oh, love hearts. Well, well as go. it's Valentine's Day, you know. We better eat the whole lot, I suppose. Oh, they're disgusting, though. Uh, anyway, cheers for that question, Carl. Yeah. We completely we didn't answer went off it, the topic, we? but you did lead us on to this, so thank okay. you. Um, what have we got here? Dan Cox simply says, how is he still alive? Um, <laughs> I don't know. You have the See, constitution that, of a horse. That reminds me a little bit of a line from Bottom. Do you remember Bottom? Yes, of course. There was a, a, lollipop there was a sequence in it where Eddie has got some horrible cocktail, which is got Mr Sheen and absinthe and vodka and mm. wood polish and God knows what else in it. And Rick Mail says, how are you still alive? And Eddie leans in conspiratorially and says, I may very well not be. Mm. Uh, Dan's kind of reminds me of that, really. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Um, Maybe you aren't alive, Dan. Maybe you aren't, Dan. Maybe you aren't. Maybe you're held together through sheer force of will at this point. Sorry if you can hear the rustling. I'm trying to open a lollipop. That's that's incredibly stubborn. Um, the ne- <laughs> sorry, the next question is from Rab. So ah, more food. Our third, our third food question. Um, how would you cook meat on a campfire? No cooking stuff like pans. Um, spit wrapped in tin foil or smoked? Um, well, does, doesn't foil count as cooking stuff? Well. If you're truly hardcore, then you'd use nothing at all. Yeah. You'd use the bark of a tree. Yeah. You'd eat that. And just eat it. Yeah, and (laughs) eat eat moss and stuff, I suppose. Yeah. I would go for foil, because I think it's the only way I could guarantee that I don't accidentally kill someone. Yeah. Because I think with with roasting stuff, you know, spit roasting stuff over and over in a fire, the 
I think it's quite easy to sort of really char the outside and not actually cook the inside at all if you're not careful. Yeah. Sorry, well, I finally got into my lolly. Well done. Thank you. So I think I'd say, um, I would say, um, <sighs> the foil. Yes, the foil for precisely the reason I just gave. Cool. Um, oh, wait a minute. Sorry. Uh, Ashley Higgins. Hey, Ashley Higgins. Is this, a, is this a first time question for Ashley Higgins? I'm not sure. I feel like Ashley did give us one question in the past, but if not, welcome. If not, welcome aboard, Ashley. Um, what's the weirdest question you've ever been asked? Oh. Yeah. That's a debut question, isn't it? Yeah, it is. A meta question about questions. Well, we've got another food one after that. Didn't realise it's quite a foodie mm. episode. And we're eating sweets. Well, I'm eating sweets. I've got a love heart in my mouth. Oh, you're still so. eating well. All right. Yeah. Um, I wonder if Ashley means in general or let's just say just in, in your life in, in this podcast no let's just say in your life mm. um, I suppose the, the, one of the most irritating questions I've been, I can recall London Astoria I was at the gig at the London Astoria um, which has been shut for a long time now actually thinking about it isn't it yeah I don't know uh, who knows <laughs> who cares um Outside the London Astoria, came out for a gig. Um, there was this um, sort of creepy Christian dude who was just going around asking absolutely everybody exactly the same question, like, hi there, are you a sinner or a winner? <laughs> that is a weird question. Yeah, well, the, you know, it, was, it, was, it was the not-so-subtle subtext of the thing was, if you go in there and have fun, you're going to... Burn in hell. Hell. You're going to yeah. burn in hell for it. He never really specif- He never really elaborated on why, though. There's no time to talk to those people. Uh, sometimes it could be quite. Uh, Not when you're about to do a gig. Well, we were queuing up. You see, this is oh, right. so that's how they get you. Yeah, in the queue. Get you in the queue. Um, and I don't think the doors had even opened yet, so you know the queue's not even moving at this point. Yeah. But yeah, that one was a that was a bit of a weird question. But it wasn't even a weird question. It was just a really irritating question, and kind of like, you know, the inbuilt assumption in it is that you can either have one or the other, but you can't have both. Yeah, why can't you be a sinner and a winner? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm enjoying this lolly immensely. Um, um, on this podcast, the weirdest um, question. The weirdest question on this podcast. That's, well, we've got about oh, 40, 42 episodes yeah. to rifle through. We'd really have to sort of go through the data banks. At, uh... It's going to be one of Scott's. You call I, can, yeah. <laughs> I can do I think, I think it, yeah. One yeah. of Scott's questions was probably the weirdest. Yes. Wasn't it, he did ask the one about sellotaping a snail to the front of a bike and what we'd use or something like that. Yeah. and That's a very weird question. Would you, yeah, I can't even remember what the question was. I just remember that thing about it. Yeah. So that's probably up there. If I <laughs> like somewhere, yeah, creepy Christians outside gigs and Scott is the answer mm. to that. I think. Do you know? What I think I might. I think I might bust out sweets every week. Really, you enjoying that? It's making me. It's making me enjoy. You do look like you're having a love affair with that Ollie <laughs> I'm enjoying the whole podcast a bit more now. I've got this. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, cheers for that, Ashley. Hold on. Um, Katie Golding. Oh, Katie Golding. Another food one. What <laughs> food would you fill a bath with and bathe in, and why? That's a very strange question. There you go, Ashley. That's the that's your answer. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. Why would you Why would you bathe in food? That's not what it's for. She just said, "What food would you fill a bath with and bathe in?" And why? Um, for what I got. 
That's all we've got to work with. Mm-hmm. Work with what you got. Okay, fair enough. Um, well, you'd want something liquidy. It would have to be. Wise. It would have to be a liquid food, otherwise yeah. it would really defeat the object of bathing in it. Really. So, what are the options? Custard, bread sauce. Oh, cust- custard! I could. I think I could do custard quite happily, because if if there is a sort of lingering aroma, custard is not a bad lingering lingering aroma. That's I think. true. Does bread sauce have a smell? <laughs> um, it's got a little bit of cheese in it, hasn't it? Bread sauce, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. And I think if you had like a whole bar tub full, you'd probably smell quite bad after you came out of it. I expect. <laughs> so yeah, custard, good... custard, custard, custard is my final answer. What about you? Okay. Um. Oh man. Well, it depends whether I care about being <laughs> disgusting afterwards or not. Well, let's, I mean, say, let's say that you do. I do care. Oh. Then, yeah, probably something like custard. All right, now you don't care. <laughs> you can't have the same yeah. answer as me. That's well, like, I don't know, like gravy or gravy? melted camembert. Gravy? Melted camembert? Cam- that's oh. even worse. Yeah, but if I didn't give a fuck, <laughs> cam- melted camembert, holy shit, a bath full of that. But you just wouldn't you want to eat it instead? Yeah, but this is the thing with this question. And the trouble am is, I just, am I just bathing in it? The trouble is, or am I in there with a, with about ten French sticks? <laughs> the disadvantage, though, Rowing. Is, is that once you get out of the bath, the camembert will dry to you and form a skin. And form a skin. Oh, and then they could peel it off, and it would be like a, <laughs> a human-shaped camembert skin. I'm never going to eat camembert. Oh my god, now. maybe I'm not. No, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. I definitely will. Um, all right, cheers for that, Katie. Um, okay. Ben Nothing. Hey, Ben Nothing. Okay, if you could choose any actor, alive or dead, who would you think could play the best role of you? And he said, looking the part is more important than acting. I would say Mark Heap. Mark Heap? Mark Heap. I know the name, I can't picture his face. He's a comic actor, he's a comedy actor. And Mm. he... Seems to the characters he does all seem to have negative qualities quite similar to mine. In, like what? in that they're overly fussy and anally retentive and awkward and just mm. generally not very nice to be around. <laughs> um, so all I don't right. know. So have you ever seen Greenwing? Yeah, he's Doctor Statham in Greenwing. Oh, yeah, I know the one. Yeah, the, mm. like I say, really fussy and anally retentive and just annoys everyone. And, okay. Fair um, enough. Um, he's also Brian in Spaced. Yeah, I know the one. Yeah. And he's Sir Robert Green in... Yeah, actually, could, they could probably pass him off as you as well. I think he is me, to Looks be honest with you. Mm. Yeah, we do, we do look fairly similar as well. Mm. But And all of his characters also have a really sort of mean... A really vindictive streak to them as well which again uncomfortably reminds me of myself alright that's a good answer um, what about you who's going to play Chris in this uh, in this production I don't know someone with big hair obviously that's all anyone ever notices about me well they're not wrong who's the guy from Outcast because someone said that the other day I think that was me actually wasn't it was it you Andre 3000 yeah it might have been you yeah, the only trouble is... Uh, he's black and he's, I'm white. Yeah. <laughs> so. Apart from that, though, I'd say it's... Uh... <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> like the... I suppose he's got straighter hair than you. Stone Ghost, he? the film, and there's <laughs> a black guy, <laughs> black guy playing me for some reason. Just Mark, Mark Heap and Andre 3000. Yeah. Maybe they should do a podcast together. That would be Maybe it'd be. Do you reckon it'd be similar to our podcast? 
I don't think it'd be anything like our podcast. Yeah. But yeah, it would be ten times better. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that. <laughs> They're both far more entertaining mm. than us. Well, I don't care, because I've got sweets. That's true. Have they got sweets? Probably not. <laughs> no. They wouldn't think to bring sweets. <laughs> um, all right, tip for that, Ben. Uh, Georgie Grange. Hey, Georgie. What's the best holiday memory you've had? Is it a road trip with friends or family holiday and why? Ooh. Best holiday memory. Ah, oh, holidays. Holidays, and the eh? memories they give. Um, good question. Yeah. Ooh, pardon me. Um, well, luckily I have quite a few of those. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Um, I suppose one of my favourites is old old family summer holidays. Um, we were in uh, Mallorca. And we uh, managed to get a few sailing lessons. Sweet. From, you know, just on these little sort of small um, catamaran thing thingies. So sailing. Yeah, well, that was quite fun. Sweet. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I mean, I, I'm not under any illusions. Like, the, the dude running the lesson was doing most of the actual sailing. Mm. And we didn't, you know, we didn't go out, like, out into the sea or anything like that. We stayed very, very close to, <laughs> yeah. to home. In case we crashed the boat, or something. of course, yeah, you know, but that was right. a lot of fun, um, and it was glorious weather because obviously it's Mallorca in the summertime, yeah. So it's going to be glorious weather. South of France, I went to. That was surprisingly hot. Oh, it, yeah, it gets lovely and warm down yeah. that, that, that neck of the woods. Well, that was one of my favourite holidays, but also um, uh, went to this massive cave oh. in, in Mercia. Caves are good. And yeah, it's like in up a mountain in the cave. Mm. Like yeah, that was awesome. Mm. Um, yeah, holidays. Oh, Ibiza. Went to Ibiza with Georgie. In fact, we did, didn't we? I, so, I had a rotten time though, as you, yeah. as both you and Georgie will remember. Oh, I, I was, we had a great time. Yeah, because I was <laughs> ill literally the entire trip, and yeah. had to stay by the pool. Yeah, but me and Georgie had a good time. And everyone else, I think, did. Everyone else had a marvellous time, except for me. <laughs> oh, that was bad. I felt bad for you. When you, I seem to remember when you um, you turned up at my house, your mum dropped you off. Yeah, she did. And she said, look after him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh dear. dear. Oh, oh dear, dear, indeed. Oh dear. Um, yeah, cheers for that, Georgie. Um, Nancy has got a question, but this is actually a bit of a loaded question, because I'll explain after, but she said... If I broke down and ran out of petrol, would you save me and take me for pie? I do remember this one Asking because I've because I have, I have actually you uh, commented on it, didn't you? Yeah. Because Carl rightly said, "What type of pie? It really matters." Yeah. You said, "Choose wisely," and Nancy's uh, answer is just savoury. It would have to be a classic meat pie, mush and liquor, um, sweet maybe pecan, or keep it classic with apple. Question two, what would you compliment your pie with? Custard, cream, etc. Well, first of all, let me explain. Um, I had a dream on Saturday, that really vivid dream, that Nancy right. had broken her car down somewhere. And I, I, it woke me up. And I texted her at like four in the morning or something to be like, are you all right? Because I've just woken up and had a dream that you're stranded somewhere. Um, and yeah, I also said to her, like, I think, I, yeah, I took her for a pie in the dream. And I, I went and rescued her and we went for pie. So that's why she said that, and yeah, it's a good dream. Yeah, yeah. But seems quite weirdly nice. enough, she said that I, she said that's really weird when she replied. She was like, "You're the second person to ask if I'm all right tonight." Mm, like something. That is a bit weird. Yeah, so it's a bit weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Did, well, um, do you remember what pie she had in the dream? Uh, no, that's the only problem. Uh, so well. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> if we are going to talk about pie, then I, I like a steak and kidney pie myself. I'm much, I'm, I'm much more accustomed to a savoury pie. I like both, really. I don't. I wouldn't turn down a sweet pie, <laughs> but I'm more accustomed to savoury. Well, question, question one: Yes, yes, Nancy. I think we'd all come and rescue you, and we'd That's, definitely take you for pie. And we'd take you for pie as well because <laughs> everyone likes pies. Yeah, and everyone likes Nancy. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, me personally, I'm I'm more of a steak and ale man myself, really. Yeah. Sorry, I'm laughing because I've just, <laughs> just seen the next question. Oh, good. And it really made me laugh. Is it by Scott Biner Johnson? No, it's Liam. Oh, okay, fair enough. But it's just a funny question. Um, yeah, steak and ale pies are nice. Uh, um, as far as savoury ones go. Um, as far as sweet ones go. Mm, like a cherry pie. Cherry pie is nice. Mm. Does cherry bake well count as a, a pie or a cake? Apple pies, pecan pie—they're all good, really, aren't they? Yeah, you can't really miss with a pie. No, it's difficult to do pies badly. I, yeah, I maybe we should do a pie off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not go down Who there. Gonna, who's going to eat the pies, though? Oh, William. We'll just eat them. We'll just judge our own pies. <laughs> Well, that's not going to work, is it? Because, what an amazing cause, thing. Cause I, because you'll say... Well, oh, this I'm, one's fantastic. This is, this Yours is, the best. is shit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you're, you're basically going to say, oh, this is the best pie I've ever had. I'm giving myself a million points. <laughs> and I will say, my pie is even better. I'm going to give myself a million and one points. I win. Yeah. So that's obviously that's, not yeah. going to work. But we would get to eat pies. We would get to eat pies, this is true. Or we could just like go to a restaurant and... Eat pie. Eat pies made by people who know what they're doing that's true that's probably a better idea <laughs> alright well let's move on um, Liam McFarlane hey Liam he said <laughs> this makes me laugh he said you're going for a piss did the balls stay in or balls out <laughs> do people uh, actually really pull their balls out for a piss <laughs> do people actually pull do their that? balls out I'm trying to think now. It's not one of the. You don't need them though. They're not involved. In the <laughs> they're not actually involved in the process, so you don't need them. Uh, they're not. But do you not find, <laughs> do you not find if say you're wearing a pair of jeans, right, and you <laughs> you go for a piss and you don't get the balls out, then it kind of cuts off the the, the you, flow. Are you one of those people that takes the trousers <laughs> all the way down to the ankles just to have a piss? No, not down to the ankles. But you know, if you if you don't if you just pull your like jeans and you're wearing a belt or whatever, and you try and put that just in the gap between cock and ball, then you kind of you're kind of it's like when you step on a hose pipe a little bit. You have to kind of release the balls to let the flow. <laughs> Is this no? just a very surreptitious way of saying? Well, I have to because I've got massive balls. No, it's not at all. Okay. It's not it's nothing to do with the size of the balls. It's the fact that they're in they're sort of in the way. Well, they're in the same postcode. Yeah, I've got. <laughs> yeah, so you're basically saying no. I don't. Well, I leave this, balls in the in the in the house. Just let's stop talking about our balls. Let's, let's <laughs> talk about something else. All right, fine. Uh, Sophie Nunn's question is: What's your favourite part of the body and why? <laughs> My balls. That's a bit of a thematic. Link, <laughs> My balls. Of, of our own bodies or just in general? My balls. That's your favourite, is it? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. No, I, I don't know. I just I, it just made me laugh because it was the next question, and you said stop talking about balls. Oh, okay. But it was to do with the body. So well, what's, what's the I question? Just, I thought I'd throw some balls back in there, mate. Good, good, good. Have good. another love heart. No. Go on. No. Go on. No. What if we said my balls on one? <laughs> I'd be horrified, quite frankly. 
I thought that no. said kill you then, but it said will you. Will you. I wonder if we can make a sentence. Uh, will what? you tease me? Oh, there you go. Here we go. Will bad you, boy. Will you tease me, my angel? Or bad boy, if or you're bad feeling. Boy. I hope only you. I hope only you. No. No. This is futile. <laughs> anyway, um, what's the question? The body or what a... is your most favourite part of the body? The body. And why? Um, I'm going to say the cerebellum. Where's that? It's a bit of the brain, and if I—that's your favourite part of the body. And if I've remembered correctly, yep. And it's entirely probable that I have not remembered correctly. So take this with a pinch of salt. If I've remembered correctly, it's the part where the executive functions of the brain live. Okay. There you go. Or is it the cerebrum? Oh, for God's sake. I can't remember. It's well, one or the other. There you go. But that's, that's a good bit of the brain. Fair enough. Executive um, cognitive functions are very, <laughs> very good things. And they should be encouraged. There you go. That's my answer. What's your answer? My balls. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> silly me. Yeah, silly you. All right, Darren Packham. Hello, Darren. He says, are orcas killer whales in brackets, for those who didn't know, black and white or white and black? Explain your reasoning. I've always said black and white, actually. Black and white, because yeah. they're black and white. Is it because they're more? There's more black bits than white bits. Yeah. Cows, though. Uh, so well, you see, some cows are not always black or white. You have brown. But the cows. black and white ones of of cows. <laughs> and you know, the, would yeah. you say are the and black the cow? And white you know, you know, the laughing cow. Yeah, that's red. Isn't that's it? red. <laughs> have you ever seen a red cow? No. Do you get such things? As a I red just cow? like the way you thrown that in. Like that's gonna that matters. The red that laughing cow. That one's red. That one's red. Well, all right. So first of all, killer whales. You're saying black. I'm saying and black and white purely yeah. because they're more black bits than white bits. Mm. What about a zebra? Uh, black and white. Really? Yeah. Well, the thing is, I mean, you you know. Black and white is just a more usual way of saying it, isn't it? That's what I was going to say at the beginning. Yeah. I feel like black and white is just said more often than white and black. Yeah. You don't say... It's just, it's just, a, ter- it's just a very common term of, turn of phrase, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Fair enough. That's the non-answer for this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Robert Honeyman. Hey, Robert Honeyman. If you could replace speed humps and speed cameras, what would you choose to take their place? Uh, I I would not actually. I would not replace them because no. those things save lives, folks. Ah, oh, but you could just put something else there that does the same job. That's more fun to drive over. I'm not sure how. So I'm saying that's more. You know that. I think the point. Well, I think I might be wrong, but I feel like the point Rob might be making is, if you could, if you could drive over, if something could do the same job as a speed bump, but wasn't uh, so fucking annoying to drive over, like, you know, so something there that slows you, know, you down. You don't drive. I've been in a car when it goes over a speed bump. Okay. <laughs> like, and it's not comfortable, is it? No, I suppose. I suppose not. So my point is, something that does the same job, but isn't annoying to drive over, that slows people down. Hmm. I mean, as far as we've come as a race, you'd think we could find something that's not as annoying. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I mean, the idea is that it just slows you down, isn't it? Yeah. Really? Or forces you to slow down. Exactly. Is a, a way of doing this which is not annoying? Is the question. 
and well, it might not. It, could, it might not even be that. It might just be that it slows you down so that you can receive something. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It's like so if there's a little treat. Ooh. It's like oh, everyone stops and you you get to pick a. You Sweet. Get, you get yeah, that's it. You slow down and you get given a packet of love hearts. Yeah, every time. <laughs> just, there you go. That'd be a good idea. Yeah, let's so go with that. Let's replace um, all speed bumps with a little machine that dispenses sweets. But if you're going over a giant Pez dispenser. But if you're going more than ten miles an hour, then you don't get anything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. I think we've solved that. Good. I think a giant Pez dispenser. Pez, yeah, Pez. Deal. That's 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 great actually. I think we should like, try and sort that out. Hmm. Um, <laughs> do you want to do a joke? Because we're way over halfway and I forgot oh, to, put, right. to do okay. one. So um, it's time for joke number one. Joke number one. Then we'll have a couple more questions that were sort of double questions, people that have asked more than one. Okay. And good. then you can end it with another joke. And then you've got to pick your question of the week as well. Oh, wow. wow. So much to do. Um, this, this, well, joke number one. Joke number one. What is a foot's favourite type of crisps? A foot's favourite type of crisp? Yeah. I have no idea. Doritos. Sorry? Doritos. Right. (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) Okay. Katie Golding had a second question. Okie dokie. It was, um, which animal represents you best and which animal do you uh, wish you could be more like? Okay. Um, Well, actually, I have a sensible answer for this one. Go on. Yeah, because I was here a week or so ago and Mm -hmm. we we were talking about Harry Potter, I think, because it's a subject we tend to drift onto time, time and time again. And we were talking about Patronuses, that's right. And then you and Emma told me about a wonderful website called Pottermore, mm. which I hadn't hadn't ever encountered before. That's true. And it, it's the website tells you what your patronus is. Yeah. What yeah. was yours? Well, I've I've couldn't get it to work while I was here, but I've, uh, I have since managed to make it work. Since, oh, I've, right. since I've been at home. What is it? A turtle? No. <laughs> I uh, I waved my wand. I shouted, "Cowabunga!" Yeah. Of and, course. Uh, it turns out my uh, my patronus is a bloodhound. Oh, yeah. I wonder why. I don't know. That's, it struck me as quite a strange one, but uh, okay. I'm not going to disagree with J.K. Rowling. So, so you think that animal, that animal represents you, basically, according well, to probably. I mean, I, the thing is, I've never, never, I've never even met a bloodhound in my life. If I'm honest, no, right. I gather they're quite friendly animals. Fair enough. So well, that what's, animal, what's yours then? My Patronus. Yeah. Mine was a white mare. A white bear, right? No mare. Oh mare. Horse. A white mare. That's yeah. interesting. So. Not sure why, but yeah. Um, so you do you wish you could be more like a bloodhound? You go um, smell. If it was a if it was a well looked after and nicely <laughs> domesticated bloodhound, I'd be very happy. Okay. But um, you know, it depends how much sort of. I mean, I think bloodhounds are normally used for sort of tracking things, aren't they? Yeah. Um, that doesn't seem like much fun. A bit boring. Well, no, just being made to sort of like chase after things that you probably don't give a shit about yeah not a great life then again lots of exercise and dogs do seem to like running around that's true I don't know do do bloodhounds like being bloodhounds do you think I've never really thought about it if I'm honest yeah 
So that's more of an existential question that we can't answer because yeah. we're not bloodhounds. Well, isn't you know, the you know, uh, Droopy, the cartoon dog, he's a yeah. bloodhound, isn't he? I believe so. I can see a few similarities between him he and He seems myself. fucking miserable, doesn't he? He's the one that's always like, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, so not, they're clearly not, if he's anything to go by, they're fucking miserable. Oh dear. <laughs> Alright, All right, let's move on. Ben, nothing, hey, another ben. question. He said, if you appeared in a horror movie, would you rather kill someone or be killed? Uh, oh, God, blimey. Cool, blimey indeed. So what are you saying? What I'm saying is I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting that. Yeah, I mean, getting killed or you know, dying sucks. <laughs> so you may as well dying sucks. You may as well be. Well, I think killing people probably sucks as well. Oh, do you know I mean, if you never tried it? Ah. Well, the, the trouble is, it's one of those. <laughs> the trouble is with it's one of those things where you can't re- really hit the reset button afterwards, can you? No. Once you've killed someone, that's it. You you are a murderer forever and ever True. and ever. There's yeah. no do-overs. But he's only in a horror movie. It's not real. Yeah, that's that's true, um, but you know you do have to suspend your disbelief for films, don't you? What do you mean? Well, it means that you're an actor in it, and you get well, to no, die. That, yeah, or... no, but like when you're watching a film, you suspend your disbelief. So even though you know that, it's, that they're all actors, you believe that you, it's really yeah, happening. you, you apart, you allow yourself to believe on something that is happening. That's that's suspension of disbelief. No, I know, but what I'm saying is, if you're in the film, mm. just as an actor, oh, if an actor. Oh, that's yeah. okay. Um, so you do, you can hit the reset button because it didn't really happen. Oh, that's all right then. Um, that kind of was the question in the first place. Uh, I misunderstood said, the question. Well, the clearly. first thing he said was in a horror movie, uh, not in real life, <laughs> where there con- your consequences. Well, what if you know. you know? What if he didn't say if you're an actor? He said if, what if he didn't. He may have meant what if you're a character in a horror film. He said if you appeared. in All a horror the world's movie. a stage. <laughs> For fuck's sake! All right, we'll move on. Because you're useless. The last thing I don't even—I'm going to read this because you know we've got a bit of time. But I mean, it, basically, I think Le- Liam wants us to put Lego up our ass. Why? <laughs> let, let me read it. Uh, he said, "Now that Jigsaw spelt very weirdly, Jamboree is moribund. Is that a thing? Uh, yeah, moribund. <laughs> well, I mean." Moribund basically means I've never heard that word. Dead before. or soon to be dead or. Okay, why not have a new pre-recorded part of the show where you can see how many bits of Lego you can shove up your... Yeah, and try to beat the record each week. If you do, and it by chance becomes a fan favourite section, maybe change it up for a bit of fun with Duplo or Sticklebricks. Ooh, Duplo. Just for fun. Bloody hell. Sticklebricks, that's um, even worse. What's Carlson? Well, what do, what do you Carlson, think, folks? that's a bit tame. Should we, put, should we put that to a public poll? What we're to put Lego up our ass? Yeah, so here's the. Oh, do you know what? Who what, what, the fuck what, cares? what What do you say, folks? Lego up the shit by do you know what, A or nay? No, do you know what it says to me. It says to me that Liam's just taking the piss, he and he knows. Me. He's just like, guys, no one gives a fuck about, <laughs> about this, yeah, or anything. So you might as well just sit there and record yourself putting Lego up your ass because that's how that's <laughs> that's as interesting as it. This podcast is anyway. To be honest, I think if people more people would honest, listen to this. To be honest, I think that's actually a lot more interesting than anything we've said ever on this thing. If we recorded ourselves, I, I wouldn't blame Lego. Any, I wouldn't blame ass. anyone who said, "You know what? <laughs> if they're actually going to do this, that sounds really interesting." I'm really, I'm really intrigued now. Right, <laughs> next week no, we're, we're going to shove Lego off our ass. No, we're not. You can. I'm not. <laughs> I just want to see if it gets more listeners. Oh, okay. Like I'm not, I'm, I don't tell it. I'm not really going to do it. Okay, you spoil it. 
You spoil it again. Why do I do this? Um, right, you might as well do your other joke. Are we finished now? Well, we're nearly, yeah, that's all the questions. All right, let's have your second joke then. Why couldn't the pirate sit down? Go on. Because he had his booty stolen. Right, what's your question of the week before I hit you? Out of, <laughs> out of that lot. Um, well, it's not Liam. No, not Liam. Liam. Liam's disqualified. Yeah, I think so. We've got two disqualifications I did like his. Already, I did like his what, was it because he mentioned balls and Lego up the arse? Yeah. Fair enough. Both of those, really. His first one did make me laugh, but yeah. Um, 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 um. Let's have a look. I need to refresh my memory. What Both Kim were. and Phil didn't provide a question this week, so they've missed out on the opportunity to go. They could have extended the lead even further. They could have, yeah. You've got to be in it to win it, folks. Don't exactly. forget it. Um, and remember the prize. What was the prize? Theme tune. Oh yeah, you get yeah. I should reiterate that if you get question of the week, if you win the question of the week um, for the entire series, then you'll get a prize. And the prize is I will write you and compose and record for you a piece of theme music for you to use as you wish. Exactly. So keep them coming in. But what? So what are you going for then? Just, um, you're just refreshing just refreshing the old memory I think Ben Nothing because yeah which one um, any actor alive or dead to play you yeah okay um, because it led us to a wonderful imagining of Mark Heap and Andre 3000 doing a podcast <laughs> together yeah I can't argue with that really yeah cool well good job yeah I mean other than your jokes that I thought they went really well thanks <laughs> it's alright uh, yeah all right, thanks everyone for the questions. Um, we'll be back again next week. I suppose so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you being weird? All right. Cheers, folks. Cheery bye. Goodbye. <laughs>